Here we Guess are. Guess what time it is. Here we are. Fucking podcast time, baby. Check it out. It's That's Tuesday. Fun, it's man. Tuesday. Dude. We made it. That's a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome yeah. back. It's called finesse. Episode <laughs> 43. This is the producer lounge. This is Woo. our show. It's a show about music production. And we like to screw around and chit chat about all the things that we're not learning but trying, you know? Us screw around? Never. Yep, all the time. Uh, this week, <laughs> we have a very, very special guest. It is the return of Northeast Heights. Woo! Let's go, let's go, let's He's go. back. His Instagram got hacked, and he had to make a new one. Go follow him Did at really? Northeast, North, any Heights music. There you go. go he had like follow. 7 million followers, so he, go yeah. hit him up, people. <laughs> yeah, he got hacked hardcore. It was a bummer. Yeah. He, he was really upset about it, actually. Yeah. 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 We had to console him. We did. On a couple different occasions. Like, I drove to his house and kept him from fighting with his roommate. It was bad. <laughs> Who ended up deleting it. Yeah. What was that about? Who ended up hacking it. <laughs> yeah, he was the one. Which is so <sighs> fucked up. Like, we didn't find about that till after, and then there was another fight. Yeah. But mm. Instagram's free. Accounts are free. You know? Yeah. Classic so, best friend bit right there. So here we are. You know? We're back. <laughs> Happens all the time. For another adventure. Victor has a track coming out right now. Oh, do you it's really? True. What's, yeah. What's <laughs> happening literally <laughs> right now? What's happening? Literally right now. Um, <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah, I got a tune coming out. It's actually the opening song on the new Cypher mix, which will be released on SoundCloud for Earl Gates' producer dojo label, which I am very proudly a member of. Big Shout sheesh. out. <laughs> yeah, did you wild. press a button and it didn't work? No, no it I just did. quick. It went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Reverse hat. But uh, yeah, yeah, that should be coming out right now. So just look up Producer Dojo on SoundCloud if you're listening, and it should be coming out here Hell yeah. literally any minute. Well, when Fucking this episode cool. airs on YouTube and podcast places, guess what? It's already out. Go, go, go listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I guess live right now, it's also already out. It's probably playing at this moment. Dude, it's the first song, man. I got That's the opening right. track. Big ups to that. Goddamn right. Big fucking That's how ups, we do. Dude. Yeah, always 400. Cheers. As always. Cheers. Cheers. It's good to be back, fellas. I miss you all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's always good to have you on. What have you guys Look been at you up representing. to? What have you all been up to? Oh, jacking it. Dude, <laughs> yeah. so many tracks coming out on so many labels. It's We're so busy. Yeah. It's hard. I've been working with Hans Zimmer, which I heard you were uh, invited <laughs> to work on as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> great news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, to have so you on board. So many inside jokes going on in here. Sorry, guys. Yep. Uh, yeah. Out of the loop. But not, but not really. But yeah. You know. Some. Yeah. It's for our enjoyment. No, yeah, we're just we're just hanging. Um, had a couple, I guess not realizations, but reminders, you know, in, mm. in the last week. Um, And Those that's that's good. that's been nice, yeah. Regarding so, what? Just like small philosophies i guess when it comes to like music making and art mm. i guess in general um like sub drops are number one use a sub drop in every at song at least in the top five <laughs> yeah uh what's a sub drop so it's like a, a the sign where you're pitching down what's yeah. a sub drop i'm victor you know what a sub drop <laughs> is bro <laughs> come on 
<laughs> well, I do now. I didn't know like that. I th- like I thought it was like a within drop or something. I call it a sub down, honestly. Oh, sub down, sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's just what I call it. I know what it is. I didn't know that it was sub drop. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I don't even down. know if that's like the tech technical name. That's just I what like we sub call down it. though. Sub down, yeah. That's just like what I name the samples when I make them. You know, like if I make one, I just have one in every key. I use that yeah. shit all fucking time. I know they're sick. <laughs> they're fucking sick. I told you he knew what a sub yep. drop was. Yep. Yeah. 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 Shout out sub drops. Yeah. Uh, sub downs. Uh, caught, do you do sub drops? You better do sub drops. We're gonna find yeah. you. Sub you downs. Sub, sub downs. Sub downs. What about sub ups? I also use sub, sub ups. ups. I use Maybe sub a ups. sub left if you're feeling weird. Yeah. If you want to break the rules a little bit. I've used a sub up. Sub ups are good. Maybe once or twice. Have you guys ever played with like going down and then back up a little and then back down again? No. Create like a On the miss? Double? Yeah, for sure. Yes. No. So All good. the time. So I, good. Just, I have done Just the... go down and then go back up. Yeah. Go back down. <laughs> I've definitely done Same like. Same lip movement. Same lip movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done I've done an out, you know, a, a sub drop, and then I chop that, reverse it, and use it on the way back in. You know, oh, yeah. Plenty of times. Those um, are great. Ta- tailored to taste, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've done it where the sub drop drops and then once it gets to the frequency of the sub note i just blend them so it's just like and it just like and it just now is an in a it's now a new bass technically mm-hmm. but i just match the frequencies and i just nerd it you yeah. know nerd it into submission like no <laughs> and now it's a constant wave <laughs> <laughs> That is some nerd, yeah, that is some nerd shit. Yeah, I don't nerd, know if yeah. I've been care if it's in tune, like if it's just going down. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is just to like it sub drops and then it catches the note of the main key, you know, basically, and then it it's it's usually like a rhythmic bass. Yeah, it's a pretty natural thing to go like negative twelve, negative twenty four, negative thirty six whenever you're doing a drop thing. Mm-hmm. At least for me, if I'm if I'm doing a sub, boo, I'm. Uh, just automatically dragging the automation down to 12 or 24 or whatever. Right, right. I go to a note. I don't know. You yeah. know, I think this might be, like, a problem, and I'm not saying this is, like, good. I care less and less about the key of things, like, as I go, I feel like. <laughs> like I, don't even, I get that. As long as it's going down, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I know, right? I don't care where it ends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're using your ears for the sake of the melody things... You can just get away with whatever you want. So this mm-hmm. is the thing. I'd be interested to test this because, you know, like, I have tuned drums before. Like, definitely with layers, especially on snares, I care a bit more about, like, tonality on, like, that thunk or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm really interested because I don't tune my drums anymore. Do y'all? Not really. You no. see, like, I don't really tune, I don't really tune my drums. <laughs> no. But I would be interested because, I like, like, refuse. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't fucking tune my drums. And, uh, but the thing is, that would be interesting. It would be interesting to pull them in because, like, I feel like one of the hardest things to learn as you make music and, like, one of the things that's, like, took me the longest is listening for tone where it's just, like, how much of the shit that you're naturally picking in terms of your sample selection where things, like, are sitting on, like, the EQ and all that stuff, what you naturally choose ends up just being in tune just because you've been doing it for so long. Right. Because like right. I'm not saying that yeah. there's not value yep. in it. I just wonder like how much of it is just like you probably can just like feel it at a certain Ears. point, you know? Totally. Yeah. 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 Totally. I was gonna say I say I don't tune it, but I do tune it. Like I'm not pulling a tuner up I'm going and like, then oh, is it F sharp? Making it's sure it's the right note. I'm just listening to the song and going like 
pitch it up or down based on how it feels or choose a different kick or whatever the fuck right to find one that actually does feel right and i i think that is tuning it technically because i've thought about that like a bunch and that was one of the things that took me the longest time and then i and not even that like I don't think anybody becomes a master at it and like definitely not saying that I am, but it's just like, dude, just like picking for like good tonality yeah. of the shit that you choose to use in a song, yeah. you know? So like, I wonder how much of that, especially in percussion, cause I don't, I don't pull up a tuner uh, at all anymore. How much of that would just like align with being like in tune just from doing it a million fucking times. You right. Know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than tuning your drums, you're just, picking the the drums that are in tune so i think yeah. i actually even more like in tune these days like dude it's like all about like tone like well, dude i no, like that's, like that's, s- that's what i'm saying i'm just turning it into like a, a funny man metaphor as opposed to like bringing in drums and then manipulating them to work hmm. you're just inherently choosing the right drums that already work right pick the right sample from the start <clears throat> right which yeah. you don't get out of the gate like you have to work for like four years straight before you start just inherently choosing the right sounds yeah. like you go through and you're like oh i remember when i used to use that kick it's trash <laughs> yeah right and then you're just like you just <laughs> keep grabbing the right sounds like you just keep creating the palettes that work better together yeah um which just kind of comes with experience and you can't really like like you just have to be honest the whole way there and then eventually you, your brain just starts taking care of it mm-hmm. which is pretty nice but yeah that's that's so key like tuning drums is out the door once you just know what to listen for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I I do like love like a good like undertoned uh, sure like a snare like a tuned snare if it like calls for it or something like that. But like kicks, I don't really care too much. But I am interested and in, like I would be interested in knowing just like how many or it's just like because you 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 know when you pick a bad sample and you're just like oh that's not the one no, yeah oh yeah and it's then like so you, obvious and now. it's just like, I wonder how much Which, of it like just is in tune just by like listening to right it. back in the day you throw something in and it'd be weird and you're like, oh, that's kind of fun. Not really like, you're just kind of fucking around. Where later on, you're like, I don't have time to fuck around. I want to make a beat. Like, and so you start just choosing better sounds that already work with what's happening. Like you only have, it seems like you only have so much time in the creative process where you're just throwing random shit at the wall. There's like a certain point where it switches to like, no, no, now... This is the palette. Now we have we're to work producing with it. this. Right, mm-hmm. right. Now There's we're taking like an idea here. Let's try and not completely destroy it. Right, exactly. It. Now you kind of have to focus a little bit mm-hmm. and make sure you're doing right. all the checks and balances you need to make the track a thing. Because you've made enough not tracks that now you're like, no, I want to make the track. So I'm going to, like, I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Which you, that just takes time. You know? Yeah. Also, welcome 432 Hertz guitarist, first time chatter. Hey. Yeah. Joining the party. That's, it's the best hurts. We sh- we should probably catch up and, and chat here. <coughs> we should not read all of this. Um, what I was gonna say is, so, Aka, I don't know how you say your name. Aksa, Aksa, Aqua, Aka, Aqua, Um, Acuat is talking about doing a fun thing with. Uh, don't be sorry. N- don't be sorry. Notes where he's like. Including specific notes, uh, it's like uh, it's a twelve tone twelve tone serialism where you don't repeat notes until everything else has been played. So, um, 
and he's tried doing it. it says some people like it a lot some people don't um what i was gonna say is fuck yeah i have friends that do some of the fucking nerdiest shit yeah. in this <laughs> very specific kind of way where they just go I want to make something that has these specific parameters and that's like a fun thing for them to do and by all means do that thing right. like you you can't go wrong with being like interested in making something interesting right yeah. like that's a good thing to do at the end yeah, of the totally, day it's right? a quality exercise yes mm-hmm. i'm a fan of frameworks so like you can get as yeah. nerdy as you want with a framework but like i love a framework for the sense that it gives you like a fucking frame you know where it's just like all right we're living with parameters yeah exactly so like i i use frameworks definitely not in 12 tone or like ooh, i'm only going to generate everything with sine waves or like i'm only going to use like this type of stuff but like i'm a big fan of like framework and like one of the things that i find is like with panning specifically where it's just like this is like one of my favorite ones where it's like i'm not going to go outside of like a plus 110 percent spread on anything and it's just like i love frameworks just because they give you like a frame of reference and like i'm a big fan of that so i've never heard of the 12 tone but like anything you can do to give yourself a framework like i think that's great honestly yeah Yeah. no Mm -hmm. dude chat away in the chat he says sorry <laughs> just, no, you're good, dude, man. go for it yeah. chat away in the chat we just uh <clears throat> won't read every single thing you know um but i liked all the little bits in there that was good yeah and if you found something you're pumped on that is like a cool idea fucking go at it dude send it to us i need them yeah <laughs> i need all the cool ideas i can fucking get yeah, right right I mean, uh yeah. 432 guitarist uh Odd that you make your own drums being a guitarist. Um, JK. What do you mean make your own drums? Like you, you probably just mean drag in samples, you record your own drum set. Synthesizing. Uh, either way. Or whatever. Yeah, pro- programming. Either way, I'm yeah. behind it 100%. Yeah. Mm. I'm a, it. I am a. You guys are drum snobs. Yes. <laughs> you guys are drum snobs. <laughs> and God damn I right. <laughs> Ashton and I hold it down for the non. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm a non. But Austin's a bit of a snob. Time. He's he's on his way. I will <laughs> at the very least. I will torture myself for hours, dude. I love it. Um, I do enjoy it, but like, no, I don't feel a need to like program my own. Like, I don't feel. I don't feel it. I think it's important to learn how to make everything, but like, no, I don't give a fuck about making a hi hat. I kind of agree with that. Making hi hats, I don't really care. Making kicks are hard for whatever reason. They're but a good, so like, tuned layer of a kick. <clears throat> like, you don't need, like, one layer. Like, I love good layers. Like, mm-hmm. that's the layer that I love. Like, I love making a good tuned snare thump, thump. you know? Sure. Yeah. Right. Sure. That thump yeah. right in between that, like, 100 to, like, 200 range. Like, that, just that tone. Like, that <laughs> node. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of that, but, like, yeah, hi-hats. <laughs> Honestly, I really love recording man like i love a good recorded sample me too like a good vintage one and i don't think you'll ever get there with hi-hats or a lot of drums too like where you need that spice like there there's something that can't be replaced like make make your shit but it's just like i'm a fan of something that was recorded really well with a good microphone in a good room or terribly sometimes terribly or terrible i'm both right like right. i am a fan right. of high Flavor. fidelity depends on what you're making i yeah. love mm-hmm. high fidelity mm-hmm. but like low, low fidelity they they both have their things right. but like right. 
I, yeah. I can appreciate both, but I'm a fan of like a good audio recording. I will like, say well. I use sampled drums. Everything but the kick drum. The kick drum gets made from scratch every single time. Because I will not compromise. <laughs> uh, I never make my own kicks. That's how I feel but with snares. I'll make my snares every time. No, just because I, I fucking love making snares. Yeah, see, or it's not I, really like making go. them. It's doing like Franken-snares. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. making kicks. So. Right. I, I'm the Franken-sort. <clears throat> I do the yeah. Franken-sort with everything. Yeah, it's, just it's so much fun that way. layering different samples and finding something that sounds like a snare or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's fun with snares too because there's so much more like tone, tonality you can get out of it, you know? Yeah. Because it's that mid range and the high end. Whereas like kicks, it's kind of like pretty standard all around the board, you know? Like there are like cleaner EDM kicks and then there's like hip hop kicks and stuff. But like for the most part, it's just like sub and you have like kind of a little bit at the top that's kind of a thing, you know? I don't know it, what kicks you're making. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> kicks have so much character, dude. Kicks are a beautiful. Beautiful ch- child that you must raise. I like it. I like a sampled <laughs> kick. Um, I, like I might have like a super clean layer on on a kick that I use, and maybe I did pick that layer, but I will get some other kind of layer. Usually, it's another kick where I do a bunch of high passing, and layer it up to give it the width and the like mid to high range, like room kind of vibe to it there'll be something in the middle and there's going to be something around it right just lots of kick yeah you see exactly i like, like a heavy they, kick. They, they all go there i feel like all my drums always get it's a bummer too because i don't have the best time i have a good time making a good like swing but i don't have the best time like synthesizing drums but every mm-hmm. track i ever make is always like five layers deep on like a kick and like five layers deep on a snare and it's an intermix between samples and then Usually, like, operator for, like, tonality, for sure. Right. Sure. Which is a bummer. I wish I just had, like, a sample library where it's just, all right, that's the one, but you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a stone-cold kick, too. But you see, let's say this, but, like, making a kick, it's like you're making a kick, like, you have your layers, right? Like, you have your sample layers, you have your kick layer. I mean, I don't use any of these most of the time, although... I won't not use them. I'll use them quite often. Like, oh, I need just a little bit of a tick, a little bit more of a click, a little bit more of a a hesh kind of like bit on the mids. Like there's plenty of shit you can, and you can just throw whatever you want in these two, which is nice. But yeah, it is this kind of a thing. It's It's the algorithm. Like that's how I make kicks. I just do it within track layers in Ableton. Right, right, right. Because like, yeah, I get my main pitch. I just like the interface on this because I've used it so much now mm-hmm. that now I know if I do, you know, some weird, crazy thing, I know exactly, like, <laughs> look at that. why, because I'm trying to, because you can basically, if you fuck around in this kind of window enough, you figure out it's, basically you can EQ the kick. So you can have the pitch drop and then back up and down to, like, skip the 100 bump. So the kick comes down, and then the hundreds is kind of dipped, and then it gets to the bop to the oh yeah. Lump, as opposed, is this to, an amplitude? Are you uh, in amplitude no, it's right now? This is pitch. This is in pitch. Yeah. So you can so just you're like, somehow are navigating around. Yeah, it. Yeah, and it's kind of it's you're not such it's a not fucking nerd. Yeah. Look bro. at this nerd, guys. <clears throat> I will say that I'm not Holy like sh- multiplying <laughs> things. I'm not like <laughs> oh yes, the e two <laughs> over. Yeah. It's a like, it's three thousand four hundred yeah. hertz divided by six. Um, yeah, no, there's there's none of that. <laughs> it's more so just watching an EQ 
watching a spectrum and sitting here and toying around for hours while I'm stoned, you know? And now I know it so well, I can just, I have a couple <laughs> presets I drop in. I can start working from there. I basically have like three kick uh, presets for house, a couple for like drum and bass, and a couple for halftime. Mm. And those get me 80% there every mm. time. Like, mm-hmm. which is super nice. It, it it only took five years of having this <laughs> plug-in for me to, like, get those nailed down. But at least it happened. Mm-hmm. You're Mr. there now. Sometimes, folks, all you got to do is be patient. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get a little right. bloop. That's all you need. But yeah, I don't know. 432 hertz. Hit the subscribe, oh, though. Yeah. So. Holy Fucking smoke. homie with the sub. Big sheesh for that. Shout. Thank you. First time on the pod, and you're just fucking throwing some gifts everywhere. Wow. Look at you go. Vengeance pack days, 100% 432. Dude, for real, right? I was meaning to ask, were you from Pet's channel? Pat's channel. I don't think he's asking us. Your name looks familiar. It's nice to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just thought I'd finish it. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I love uh, Make It Kicks. Love Pat. Yeah. Pat's Mm. channel's great. Yeah. Shout out Pat. Pat Shout Daddy. Out Pat's channel. Cli- <laughs> clip it. <laughs> um, so I got a couple topics here if we want to segue. Sure. I'd love to stop I talking segue. about Kick 2. <laughs> we could uh, maybe go into more fo- fi- philosophical too, elements. Um, <clears throat> Ooh. Do tell. <clears throat> we were talking the other day about the uh, antagonist-protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like storytelling mm. t- and how that can a- relate to your arrangement of your track, um, and I'll I'll just kind of pass this after after I explain it a little bit. Basically, your antagonist is the good guy, right? No, bad guy. Bad guy idea is bad. Yeah, well, it could be, right. it could be per- either or. It's their journey within the story. That's true. I guess that's fair. Look, look at this book smart nerd over here. Oh, that, I want to talk about it. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so your your protagonist or your main hero character is like the main theme, like the melody, or it could just be like the main wub that's in the drop or the main riff or the vocal line. You know, it's the main thing that sticks with you through the song and what will probably keep you coming back to a certain extent. But... Like, the song won't feel complete without its opposite, which is, in this case, the antagonist, which, again, can be kind of a myriad of different things, including, like, the bridge or a breakdown or uh, maybe even it can fractal in and say the protagonist is this chunk of the verse, and then you have the break at the end of the eight that does the switch around before it... before it repeats Mm -hmm. that is like the antagonist to to that pro protagonist Mm -hmm. you kind of need the yin and the yang throughout the arrangement of the track um for it to kind of feel complete um what what do you guys think so I definitely I definitely agree. I think of it a more of a micro scale than even that. I don't think of it as like a grand story of the song until towards the very end. How sure. I think of it is very much in call and response between all levels of the song. So right. usually I do call and response like at each specific level. So let's say we do it with the melody. 
You have your call and response, and we can nerd out. I'd love to have like a push in front of me to show this in like a different podcast, but let's just keep it quick and simple. But uh, I love like a good call and response, and I'll do that with the melody. I'll do that mm. with everything, and that's kind of it's not so much the story as opposed to like a little subsection, but right. It, but it fractals like you have the call and response, and then that is within a call and response. Mm -hmm. and then exactly. That is within a call and response. That's that's when it gets yeah. good. Oh, that's when you right. can like scale up. When you start getting right. like call and response in between like your drum sections, and we're talking about like whole sections of a song. Let's talk about a right. whole verse, for example, just right. to keep it interesting. Bars. When you can get like a call and response in yeah. between just like your melodic content, like your chord progression, a call and response is also interplaying with like the chords in terms of like a natural melody, and then that's also interplaying with the call and response that you mm -hmm. can get within mm -hmm. a drum rhythm. That's when you start getting the fucking story, man. Dude, and like, sauce. dude, it's something I've honed in on over like the last year. And like, again, not that I'm fucking good at anything, but it's just something that like I pay attention to in everything. So I completely agree. I don't think of it as like the macro scale until the very end, but like the more that you can get like that call and response at every level, and the more that you can like play with those call and responses mm -hmm, at like mm -hmm. each it's individual deep. level, and you learn to tether it in, it's like, the songs almost tell you what they need. Right, like right. They, they almost tell you yeah, what they need, you know? You just, again, have to be Speak honest. To me. You got to be, like, willing to be like, no, this is shit. Or, like, wait, this might just need a little thing. And then you just kind of be honest with it and let it write itself, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. You got anything on it? Um, I don't, I don't relate to story lingo at all because I have just no idea what anybody is talking about when they talk about <laughs> you never took creative and, writing, dude. I definitely did, but like <laughs> I gone. didn't care. Probably, yeah. I sure. probably was just like breezing straight through that shit. Uh, but I do like the idea of a melody and then a counter thing that kind of brings you out of it in order to allow you to re enjoy that thing again. Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of like a good example of something like that. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying, where it's just like I've heard your music, and just because like you don't necessarily tether it to a story, which again, right. I don't, I don't yeah. tether mine to like a Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm not <laughs> writing fucking, I'm not writing that kind of music. You know uh, what I mean? But oh, like, I am. <laughs> I'm writing Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, dude. Music. House music. You, you Next know. score. The Hobbit. <laughs> the Hobbit remix. <laughs> yeah. So I think of a good way, how I usually think of this is there's a good uh, there's a good terminology in terms of like melodic development, especially. It's called BV PVRD, present, vary, repeat, destroy. And that's just like a good general template to like follow if you don't want to tether it to a story. So you present the melodic idea. Let's say that that's, a, let's just say that's the first measure for easiness. So you present it. The next one, you're doing the same thing. You vary it. So you might vary the next two notes. And then, you know, that tethers into the response where it's just, it might not be the response. In every, it depends how you, right, right, but, but this is just is for like simplicity response. of explaining it. You present, vary, you repeat. So that'll go back to what you presented. Mm -hmm. And that brings you back home. That brings you into the story. That brings you back to familiarity. And then destroy. You destroy the that shit. Destroy. Destroy. Destroy yes. it. Yes. So like. I've learned that that's like a <laughs> really so if you if you don't necessarily want to tether it to a story because it's just like I don't think you should don't tether no, everything no. to like a teenage mutant ninja turtle like we're writing the next epic <laughs> because that's just a lot of pressure when you're writing but like if you think of it in like simplistic terms present very repeat destroy that's like a very good way to develop phrases within a song and think of it right. at like the measure level to begin with but like 
that tethers into everything with drums. So, you know, it's just like start, present, the first two bar. Let's say we're working in halftime, dubstep, so it's mm-hmm. two measures. Present, so that'll be your first drum loop. You know, the next one, vary. Let's vary like an individual yep, component. Yep. Cool. That gets us to our fourth measure, starting the fifth. Then we'll go to repeat, brings us back to familiarity. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to destroy, and that'll be our drum fill and drum turnaround back to like the same thing. And then you can get into present, vary, repeat, destroy amongst multiple phrases. And that's a very easy way to like storyboard like your whole song. Totally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good pattern to use. Yeah, we've talked well a bunch said, about Let's little go. patterns. Dude, I think about it all the fucking time. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I like that too. I like a um like a whole section is kind of fun where you do just like a very weird flip. I like dubstep mm-hmm. for the reason where you're just like, oh, this is like uh like Irish dancing music. And then it's like <laughs> Okay, now we're in a build, and now it's just rhythm. Right, <laughs> and you're like, you can get away what with so much on for some with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it just it does like the most extreme version of that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like a more tasteful one, probably usually, but right, it is fun. So this is something that I would like to just like say, and like something that like stopped me for so long, where it's just like I feel again, I don't know, like people's level that they're listening to in this podcast, which is like something oh, they high kill- level, high level listeners in this podcast. Yeah, so let's mm-hmm. say it let's say it is high level of people and like you're just struggling to make things that resonate where it's just like something like I always strive to just be like so fucking good and like so original and everything. It's just like nobody fucking cares. Like the more you can get it to like a simple pattern and the more you can get it like simplistic and like tether it back and scale back your ideas, I feel like the more availability it has to like resonate. Yeah. And I'm a big fan. It goes back to the framework thing. Like, I love a framework. That's why I love that present, very repeat, and destroy. And that's why I love call and response and like thinking of that with every single phrase of the song because it's just like when you give things a framework, you have boundaries within, t- like, within yeah. to work in, you know? So it's just, mm-hmm. it makes things simpler. And then I feel like when you get boundaries, it's easier to like realize the frame. There's very few people that can go completely outside of the frame. Let's go like Tipper, G Jones, E-Prom, like these people that are like going fucking hard, you know, but like mm-hmm. they they learned the rules too, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh yeah, they, sure. le- they learned sure. the rules too. Sure. Like there's very simple G Jones songs. There's very simple Tipper songs. There's very simple like E-Prom songs and like- totally. Yeah. Anything. I just love a good framework, and so yeah. Going back to that storytelling thing, present, very repeat, destroy. It's a good one, and then just focusing on call and response on the individual level is a great place for me to start, and it is where I started. And then like once that, once you get that framework, like dude, I see it in everything. I see it in like my day to day living now. You know, like I right, think like right. I like I see it with like how I set things up. Yeah. It's just like it's <laughs> once you learn it, like you. Once you learn the frameworks, then you can expand it to a greater scale. So I think start like very small, like a mm-hmm. melodic level mm-hmm. or drum level, and then scale it up. And that's when you get like your real novels. Yeah. Right. 100%. Um, it's like walking the thin balance between pushing the envelope while keeping it like f- familiar yeah. and digestible. Yeah. yeah. Like it's such a tiny little line that you got to sit there and walk along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We well, always talk you, about like, be dope. you have to be better than everyone else. Because the question that comes into the chat all the time is like, hey, how do I blow up and blah, 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 blah. And it's like... None of us have. (laughs) Well, but the way to do it is... and Yeah, that's true. Um, The way to do it, though, is to, like, 
understand what people enjoy mm-hmm. and also be very good at the things that you do and try and like find some kind of little spot in there mm-hmm. you know that you can live with and like for some of us we might have higher standards than other people do as far as that goes but like uh if you go to the art walk in your town and go and look at the shit people are trying to sell you will be amazed at how bad it is <laughs> it's the hard truth folks you know like they're often terrible but it's true people will buy that shit people buy it yeah yeah also buy it. there's not really that many people making shit so you gotta i mean <coughs> like aim at whatever level you want to personally i would say uh, give up your whole life and fucking like it become takes a, hermit. a lot, man. You, like you, you want to like slit your wrists and like. Dude, no, it, I'm just kidding. It takes <laughs> it takes a lot, and that's where the wild where it's just like, dude, if you think you're like getting it, it's just like, how much music are you making? Because I know how much I'm making, and like, very few people are capable of dedicating that much time. Yeah, like, right. like yeah. that's willing. That's something uh, to keep in mind. There's always somebody working hard. Like, dude, forty yeah. plus, yeah. forty plus hours a week, always. like on top of a full time job, on top of like that's not right. talking to yeah. everybody, like not going out. Like, how much? How much are you willing to try just yeah. to like be terrible still? <laughs> like yep. a good amount of for a yeah. very long time. Yeah. <laughs> but then you bro. finally get over that threshold, man, and it's kind a little of, bit maybe, easier. Maybe, maybe like, you, you think you do, and then you wait a year, yeah. and you're like, I wasn't over the threshold. Yeah, I still true. don't think I am now. I think there's like, like multiple thresholds, though. Yeah, because yeah. you can even see progress like every year that you're making music. Mm-hmm. Well, we you see it with the boys, right? Like you see, like boys, everybody like levels up together. Oh, totally. But it goes back to another thing too, where it's just like if you hold that shit like too high, where it's just like your art is not yours to judge. Like, there's a lot of value in just, like, putting there's that a point. shit out there. Yeah. Especially if it's well thought out and calculated and you worked hard on it. Yeah. Like, I can't take that away from anybody. Like, if you worked hard on that and you presented a deliverable and, like, it's, like, of quality, especially, like, mix-wise and, like, it might not be, like, my shit, but, like, if you like if you spent the time and you learned, like, mix-wise and everything, it's just, like, who gives a fuck if it doesn't bang the most like yeah. you like dude, for real, like yeah. your art's not yeah. yours to judge you know because just like dude i have plenty of songs that like i think are whack that like other people like like i have plenty yeah. of songs that like i think are fucking good that everybody hated like honestly <laughs> sure. like, yeah. yeah yeah ls dream said this uh great thing where he he said he used to like be a hardcore like perfectionist like most artists typically tend to be and he would like fine-tune and tweak and like slave over tracks for like hundreds of hours and he said at a certain point, he kind of just realized, like, there's so much time wasted that you, he could have been, like, starting other ideas or, like, doing other things creatively. Yeah. And he said, like, now when he releases music, he just, he gets the song to the point or to a point where he's just, like, proud of the track. He's like, you hear it, he presents it, and he's like, I'm proud of this. Like, I love it. Maybe there's flaws, maybe there's not. Maybe, like, someone thinks it's, like, the shit and it's absolutely perfect, but, like... I'm right, proud of it. Right. Nobody can say it's whack. Nobody can say you picked like the first fucking sample and put that out. Like, right. like nobody can say you didn't try. Yeah. Nobody yeah, like, no. like puts his heart into it, you know. That, but. That, that's the thing. That's kind of like where I'm at. Because like, I think to, I think that's how you should be at the beginning. You need to hold yourself to a high standard. But it's just like mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. a certain point, like uh, once you you guys know, once you, you turn you the corner. hours in. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just like it's right. a thing where it's just like. The real deal. I tried hard on this. There's 20 hours in this song, and like, mm-hmm. it's everything I got to the ability that I got. And like, if you put it out and it's not that, like, you're just on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. Right. 
it, it is good to be ruthless when to you're, yourself. When you're starting sure. out, you have to be honest as hell for you a have long to, time. Yeah, you have to kill your babies. You have to make a track and spend like four weeks on it, and the whole four weeks you're stoked, and then just one second, one night, it just switches, and you're like, oh, my God, I wasted three weeks. <laughs> what is this track? What is this? What's happening? It's never a waste, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, it never actually It feels is. like it was a waste. It Six like months it. can be a waste. Yeah. I think there is too long. Oh. Of a, I think there is an upper limit to how long you should okay. work on There's a song. You're right. Returns. You're right. Yeah. Never was not the right word. Never say never is. <laughs> you want to know something says. funny, dude? <laughs> one time, like, I don't know if you guys get this. Like, dude, one time, like, uh... I'm close to my family. Like, you know, I'm, I got a Mexican family. I'm close to my family. Like, I was talking to my mom one time, and uh, I like, sh- she's just like, let us show your songs. You never show songs. So, like, I showed her a song, and she's just like, don't you want people to like your music? Oh, <laughs> <I remember no. laughs> Thanks, mom. I know. Oh, mom. That's, just, that's brutal. I, dude, I just love, I loved it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. Like, just like, yeah, it's fucking whack as shit. Yeah. I get it. And <laughs> different, different uh, age gap there, you know? Different frame sure. of reference for what like, music dude, is. Yeah, just, I would always remember, it's just like, don't you want people to like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That shit hurts. That shit hurts. That's how the story you, goes. You can figure it out, though. There's ways, like... Uh, at some point, when you show people the music, they'll actually be like, "Yeah, this is sick," you know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. I. W- you'll get to a point where, pretty much, when you show people new music that you like and are proud of, yeah, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, this is dope." And it yeah. almost seems like. And I'm not talking about like close friends. Yeah. You know, because right. they're right. full of shit. Some yep. random third party. They're yep. full of shit. Yeah. I'm talking about a stranger. <laughs> of some sort. Right. You know, never met you. Whatever. Right. right. Yeah. And preferably not showing them in your studio. Because right. anything's going to sound good loud and in a cool looking Especially room. Especially in the studio it was made. Yeah. Mm. It'll well, sound yes, really good in there. For sure. But and also, with like, the person, the p- you're going to want to just instantly be kind of nicer. Yeah. The person is like, you got like LEDs and shit, and like this is like a spaceship, dude. This is cool. And then you're like, yeah, listen to this. <laughs> Could have realized like you're the only people with like LEDs in a studio that's probably gonna listen to this shit. Right. Uh, these guys have LEDs. That's in their true. Studio. Let's sure. go. Anyone who doesn't is basic. Oh, oh I'm calling you guys out. Get some aesthetics going. That's two S's in that. Um, uh, but yeah, like if you like to show them in the car. Or whatever, and they're sick. Feels good. Feels good. Yeah, you know the car's the best one, dude. The car's the best. It's 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 the most honest. It's the yeah. So hard. So hard to pass. The mid range is awful. You know, and I love a song that like kind of holds up in a car. Yes, I'm. I'm a big ass fucking fan (laughs) of like a, a car like. A song that like barely holds up in a car, where it's just like yeah, barely scraping by. It's just like you know what? I'll count it. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'll take right. it. Right, right. I refuse like, to listen to my tracks in my car because it always just bums me out, no matter what. That's the only like place. how good oh. I think I get. Yeah, because like my speakers are definitely not the greatest, and that can be a good thing. But it's you listen like, to other people's music in your car. Yeah, the HSA's and are does weird. it sound that bad in that for those songs too? Uh no, not really. Mm. <laughs> Again, your art is not yours to judge. Your art is not yours to judge. Yeah, well, but it's I your know. car speakers, dude. To judge. It's definitely my speakers, not me. I'm a fucking master. But also, I, I mean, I know you are. Are yeah. you like really <laughs> no. paying attention? But what am I? 
when you're listening to like other people's music in your car. And that's the thing, yeah. I think you I like hyper have... fixate on the like, oh, they're like, because I know my car is like kind of more mid heavy and like sub does not come through under like even like 110 hertz. It's just nothing. Right. <laughs> Damn. So, really? Yeah, nothing? Yeah. It's like even like kicks in uh, the car. It's, it's just... like the opposite. Most people go to the car so they can get the bass. He's I know, got right? NS10s yeah. in his car. Dude, I right. do the jankiest <laughs> mixing thing. Dude, one time I sent yeah. you a track and like you guys have your, uh, what is it, Sonar Works, where you can do like the visual representation and like map out the songs. And you guys showed me like uh, the EQ curve that it was applying. And again, it's like very mathematical. You know, it has like specific dips. But like, dude, I saw the EQ curve and like, dude. I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but like on all the tracks that like I have now, like, bro, I just have a Pro Q3 on the master. Hmm. It's just like that straight slant EQ. Yeah. Negative two to negative three, where it's just like, like a straight line. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not mathematical at all, bro. Like it just, (laughs) I know my, my room's a little sub heavy. So like, dude. Oh no, that's a good way to go. Generic is flat line. I never tailor it like flat line. Like the only Mm. thing that I would tailor is like, it's between negative one or negative three, you know, to get the slant up. Right. But like, dude, I love janky solutions. I'm a fan of that shit, bro. Like that's (laughs) punk rock. No, that's it. That's how you get the janky bangers. It's a really good point. Like if you have a room, so. Here's the equation. If you're making music and you find yourself making dark music too much, like you, we're in your studio and it feels bright, and then you bring it into your car and it does not sound bright anymore. You put it in headphones and now it sounds dark when you compare it to other things. Uh, just EQ on there with the shelf doing a little bit up on the sub and a little down on the highs. Or whatever, whatever the purpose is, but like, basically, exaggerate what you think the issue is. So <laughs> like, boost your lows, bring your highs down, on like a really smooth kind of like curve thing through the mids. The curve kind of hits the mids, and then it goes for the highs. And then what you'll get is you're gonna put less low end into things, and you're gonna put more high end in the, into things because you need for a crispy mix, you have to add more highs to get the highs that you like tend to want out of something. I find that it's hard to naturally like like that sound too, like you know that very polished like final mix sound. When yeah, you're making music, it's like kind of hard to it's like harsh. that. It's yeah. harsh. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. hard. So I found that, and then, like, yeah, you guys showed me just, like, how I was reading. And I, I work in a pretty good room, you know? Like, I yeah, have you got weird, a I have weird series. I have panels. Like, I work in a pretty good room. It was just, like, maybe, like, a couple decibels too high on, like, that sub range. And, like, dude, I just use the dumbest EQ on that <laughs> master now. And, like, dude, they the mixes, again, it's not perfect, but the mixes hold up for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. they hold up. Like, <clears throat> they hold up. I mean, from what I'm hearing people love your mixes so who are you sharing yeah. that from uh, hans. <laughs> hans told me hans. Yeah. yeah fucking yeah. Hans. Hans. Mr. hans mr zimmer because i call him hans now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, we've been on a first base <laughs> basis for I'm a long basically time basically best president yeah. hans Zimmer now, so the amount of steaks i've cooked for <laughs> just like on a whim he's cooked for you dude <laughs> in bed Oh, well, steak in bed. And it's there's you know check out his new score. Like, you know he has a wife, but <laughs> that's like we're buddies. You know. Oh, you get in the middle. Everyone, it's a little s- snuggle puddle. No, no, he he doesn't allow that, and that's that's okay. <laughs> but we have our own little cabin. <laughs> you know where where we go fishing, palling around. Oh, as long as the wife doesn't see, she's cool with it. No, but. she knows. 
Yeah, she she knows, but she doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to see. She your... may be watching. Oh, oh. no, closet dweller. I'm oh. not allowed to know. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is this went on a weird path. Yeah, and I don't even know are. what we're talking about. I know that 432 <laughs> has a very hilarious comment. I got virtual mix headphones with a car emulation, so my mix is bump. Bump. Let's go. That seems ridiculous. Uh, what is this <laughs> virtual hilarious. mix headphones? Yeah. What, a hilarious what? idea. Like, I get my car mix just okay. right in my headphones, so it works out. One thing, I get <laughs> I get the headspace of, like, not wanting to print, like, an educational mix to just go, like, check it out real quick. Like, oh, look, what happens if I just boost the 100s or two, 220s or whatever and mm. then just print it, bring it into the car, what does it sound like? Is it hitting in a different way or whatever? But really, what are you asking? A minute and a half, two minutes of time to like print it? Totally. Through, uh, email it to yourself and like go take it to, to the car. Yeah, in the that's in a the, great way to go. Master your own track. Give it just, a little bit of a dip in the low end. Bring the highs up. Yeah, do these little tests or back whatever. and forth. It's worth it. Yeah, throw a limiter right after it. Push it. <laughs> right. Just like slightly into the limiter. And see if you see if it seems like it's louder all of a sudden in your car. Mm-hmm. This is a big old tangent, dude. I saw somebody do some cool <laughs> shit with uh, not even limiting on like masters anymore. There's a new technique in Ableton, and it it requires good gain staging, and I haven't tested it out, so I can't speak on it. But it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. So instead of even like going into a limit a limiter, Ableton because it uses a floating point scale. Which, and I haven't wrapped my head around fully on what it means, but you know how a speaker can't recreate obviously a perfect like square wave, right? Like it can't just go from completely right sure. like a in little bit to of out. So, dude, I've saw I've I've seen people and I've heard some songs that people are making where they're just pushing the master into clipping on Ableton. And because of that, it's getting a super nice like clipping and just naturally it's like limiting the songs. We're like, I've I've been hearing some masters lately. They're hitting it like negative two, negative one loves, and they're fucking like the cleanest masters with like the nice, the nicest like spatial, like stereo information that I've heard and so <laughs> fucking loud. And it's just going into like the natural clipper on the channel. You heard it here, guys. On the master just, Ableton. Uh, yeah. Dude, it's super Smash nuts. right into your digital zero. We'll be a- <laughs> call it good. A- Ableton won't. It doesn't square it off. It doesn't turn into a square. It does because a limiter. What it does is essentially it's turning it into a square in the same way where this one's not restricting. It's not turning it down. It's doing the same thing essentially the waveform where again it can't create a perfect square. So nothing's gonna like completely square off. You know, hmm. I guess you can get there, but like. I've just been seeing some cool shit where, like, you push it in and, like, if you're clipping it, it turns it into a real nice natural limiting because it kind of rounds it off at the edges, sure, you sure. know? Like, right at the tips. Yeah. Just the tip. And then it comes back down and, like, dude, I've been hearing some That's... loud masters lately. I've been hearing some, like, super sick ones. Yeah, negative two is up there. That's dude, God, dude. like, pushing fuck. shit, dude. And, dude, like, stereo information <laughs> still intact. Well, it requires hmm. a very specific, like, gain structure, though. Like, oh, you know, I'm sure. Uh, the gain structure that... There's a couple of different ways to get there. The game structure that's like most common is like drum, like kick and snare. Again, this isn't universal. Like kick and snare, negative six, everything else mixed to like negative 12, negative 15, negative 18, like increments in terms of like bass and everything. Mm-hmm. But pushing that and just to like the master channel on Ableton 
and then just like allowing the natural like clipping natural limiting on that you're not getting any degradate any degradation on sound and like they're just like the loudest songs i've ever fucking heard they're so sick that's so that's, sick so uh, fuck limiters guys damn never use one again <laughs> It's, we'll have to talk hey, about this experiment at your own risk, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, again, don't. Again, this, this isn't is gonna be a novice trick. Yeah, I, it's I not promise. a novice trick. Like, mm-hmm. but there's it some cool things you can. Trick. There's some cool things you can do with clipping into the master, and then also just mm-hmm. other clippers. Like there is Whoa, good yeah. clippers. Oh, yeah. I definitely clip the master. We've talked about clipping yeah. on the show. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, barely alive does that in like virtual right. We they're, clip they're all everything. About the fucking so clip the master kind of shit for sure. So that was the big argument. Well, one, it's also not clipping. Like uh, Dan Worrell, yeah. it's rounding off. Has already won the loudness war. He he made a track at plus two. <laughs> yeah, so sick go listen fuck. to that. Yeah, <laughs> the, I didn't even know that was big possible. Big ups Dan Worrell for the plus two luffs. Yeah, the, uh, the new age loudness war begins. <laughs> Who can get the highest positive? Yeah, and he's older than all of us. Um, on the second note, that was the big argument for FL Studio for the longest time is because the master would soft clip in a, in, in a really nice, unique, digital way, and hmm. that's what a lot of hip-hop producers liked. They liked just clipping it straight into the master, and that's why a lot of people like It has FL a limiter Studio, on the master built in. Right, right, but it, yeah, and because of that, it clips and it's like FL own, Studio does. Oh, little okay, way. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. you saying that about Ableton doesn't really surprise me. It was only a matter of time until people figured out how to how to digitally soft clip. It's soft still clip clipping. Soft. Cl- it's it totally is, it is, is clipping. But it's like it's soft it's, clipping though. It's rounded edges. It's, it's not like it's algorithms. digital clipping. It's right. not sawed off. It's so, it's not all. Clipping it might be rounded, off, but it, yeah, yeah, it's still clipping. Not soft all clipping. clipping. Yeah. You're soft right. Clipping you, is you, still clipping. I won't disagree on that. You're right. But it is different it's like unique in the fact that it's like we don't know what the algorithm algorithm is we don't know what the like threshold or dependencies of the clipper are at all like like at what input level does it start that's where dude it's not scientific it's not like you can just right ooh, if you hit it at like plus eight it's like a very good because the biggest thing on that is feeding into it is a good mix which is like the exactly, harder than exactly. like getting which is oh. why, like yeah. which is why it's not really All a novice trick yeah like you can push a terrible mix into it and you're gonna have a bad time yeah yeah like exactly it, it exactly. takes a this while this is not gonna you fix can... your mix it's no no just no, no. no this a is little a... detail to get a little more it was very right. just it was more just interesting yeah and like they're fucking loud and the stereo information <laughs> yeah. dude i've heard like multiple songs mixed like going through a limiter Especially, dude, people hit limiters hard these days, and I don't necessarily always like limiters just because, like... I don't also need my tracks to be that fucking loud. That's another thing. I don't mix super loud to begin with. I'm not like an... I'm not like an... I don't hang out around negative three. Like, once we get, like, above, like, negative nine, like, I'm pretty good with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not hanging out at negative three at all. Yeah. Yeah, We're not trying to win the loudness. If not even trying. If I hit negative six, I'm just saying this one, it had its... Back it up. (laughs) Yeah. It had its stereo information intact, and it wasn't degrading the mix, and it was honestly doing less to the quality of audio than sending it through a master channel. Hmm. So, like, Hmm. I was kind of a fan... Of the thought again, yeah. just something yeah, yeah, that yeah. like sparked it. It was no, doing. I'd love le- to listen you're to sending, whatever yeah. it was. You're sending it through like it less effects good. processing than actually sending it through a limiter. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're just allowing it to like naturally clip within like the parameters of the DAW, which was neat. There's yeah, 
It, it was just fucking cool and loud as shit and like stereo intact and like sound information intact and it's neat as fuck. One hundred percent, dude. Sick. Four hundred percent. Four hundred percent. You know why? Yeah, dude. Why? This brings us to the end of the episode. Is it already that time? I know. They always go too quick. They go so quick. Sorry, but. That's what happens when you're dropping wisdom bombs on us, Vic. The big guys upstairs, you know, they they control everything. So it is the end. Yeah, we got to, you know. Can I blast a couple of things? Of course you can. Okay, guys. So uh, I've been kind of on hiatus. There was definitely like a name transition. Um, Any heights. That is for sure what the name I'm going to be using moving forward. It's going to be N E. The letters N-E, Heights, Music. That's on SoundCloud and Instagram. Again, we got the opening track on a new cypher coming out, which is called Metamorphous on Ill Gates, producer Dojo's label on SoundCloud. That should be getting released any minute. That is a big step, my man. Um, Proud of you. Dude, again, I'm going to... Let's go. Let's go. Hit me up on SoundCloud. All this shit, like, bro, I'm in the... I'm in the gutters with Hell everybody. Yeah. Like, let's, yeah, let's we, get it. we're out here, dude. Fine. We out here. Yeah. Yeah. Always for those that it. you tuned in, thank you for tuning in. We like absolutely adore that and appreciate that very yeah. much. Akit, o- sorry, we still can't pronounce your name. You're the shit. I'm glad you made it, man. Yeah, thank you guys. 432 if you're on hertz YouTube with a sub or a podcast channel, Spotify, whatever. We're on Twitch every Tuesday. We're always fucking here. Yep. Uh, Always400.com, baby. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. is there. Just go to always400.com. You'll find the YouTube, the Discord. All the connects are the Instagram. Yep, ready to rock. <clears throat> yeah, everything. And all yep. the releases and, uh, you know, maybe some other things. Mm. Coming soon, TM. Mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, everybody. Because we like to keep Bye it real everybody. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. 7.30. TM. Mountain fucking standard time, bro.